Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, Kathy, uh, welcome. It's Monday. Uh, another Happy another Monday. another week. Happy <laughs> Monday. Uh, another week, and we're uh, you know been processing uh, this aspect of God's will and discerning God's will and how important that is. Uh, we've had a couple of great questions uh, that we've dealt with last week. Uh, was how can you be a believer uh, and a child of God and at the same time be at enmity against Him? Um, which is an interesting uh, dilemma that we'll, we'll keep reiterating what we talk about. And then um, uh, the second question that came up was, um, in order for me to uh, surrender and be with God and, and understand his will, do I need to give up my idols? Do I need to make sure mm-hmm. that I'm holy or pure to be able to you know, process with God? Uh, and that's that's one of the more... Uh, beautiful things, actually, uh, about the life of God is that, um, and Paul describes this again in Romans, that um, because of what happened with Adam and Eve, who were perfect and were pure, uh, when they disobeyed, they fell and they lost that essence of the, of the spiritual connectivity to God, and their nature was now uh, purely uh what we call the sin nature or mm-hmm. self-centered. It's all driven by self. Uh, and every person born since that time and into the world, and now we have you know eight, nine billion people in the world, uh, every single one of us is self-centered. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can all see that. And, and we see <laughs> that. And, and, uh, and, I, and when I do this in a retreat, uh, I say, how many of you have children? You know, and they most of them do. And... Uh, have you had to teach them to be self-centered <laughs> and to be selfish? You know, like, no, uh, they're naturally selfish. And I've got right. to try to help them, you know, be somebody different. And by the way, Paul describes it in Romans. He says, I'm naturally selfish. Yes. Um, yeah. I try not to be. I don't want to be. I do. He did. He understood. Hey, I've got, I want to walk with God. But uh, my default, my position, mm-hmm. my nature is self-centeredness, um, and I can't get around it. So that all of us are in that place where um, uh, we're self-centered, and we can't think, if I could just decide once, all right, I'm going to surrender, and I'm going to go with God, and I've decided, and is he then going to make me perfect so that I don't have these issues anymore? And he says, mm-hmm. actually, no, uh, you're self-centered. And this is interesting. Uh, it's called the flesh, uh, the carnal, uh, that your self-centeredness actually never changes per se. Um, it doesn't get altered. It doesn't get better. Uh, so that's why he says, as I transform you, um, it's because you're walking with me and you're experiencing 
the transformation, but you don't you don't think your selfishness, your self-centered flesh is getting any better because what do you have to do? You got to put it to death. Right. When? In fact, All that's when I talk about, you know, surrender intervals. The longer you walk with God and the more you, you learn to surrender to him, your surrender intervals become shorter and shorter. Yes. And so that, um, you know, yes, you're not perfect and you still are self-centered, but you are much more quick to understand the prompting and the unction of the Holy Spirit to come back and to surrender your will to his um, closer and closer together all the time. And when you start to misstep, you, you understand and hear that unction and then come back to surrender. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, begin and, to walk with him more. And that's the beautiful, uh, as we're trying to talk about God's will is that see from his perspective, he says, you need to be with me. And I understand you're, you're bent toward selfishness mm-hmm. and flesh and walking away from me. Uh, and that's why uh, my heart isn't that you have to become perfect mm-hmm. to come with me. It's come with me today as you are, including all the mess you've created or the difficulty you're facing right. or the bad decisions that you made. Uh, where you're living in guilt because you can look back and say, yeah, I can see where I really messed up. Um, and by the way, I might have consequences of that today. Right, right. Uh, I might have a broken relationship. Maybe I've divorced and my kids are a mess. Um, my business is awful. Um, I've made some really bad financial decisions, um, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then there's a the thought as we think about God's will which is what that one uh, lady uh, asked us, was in order for Mm -hmm. me to experience God's will, in essence, do I need to fix the problems? Right. Um, And God says, actually, no. Um, Just come to me today and just say, I want to walk with you. I'll Mm -hmm. fix the problems, including the things that are not, uh, holy right in your life because right. you are you are putting an idol or you're putting something else in front of me uh, or you're addicted to something or uh, you get angry all the time or you act out. Um, how about if, if you let me do the work by taking you as you are, which is God's right. my heart and my love, and I've already paid the penalty Mm-hmm. Um, and it's interesting because uh, as a believer, uh, when I say this to people, how did you come to know Christ? By faith. Right. Okay, you got that. Did you work at it? No. Did you earn it? No. Could you do something to get it? No. Um, God did it for me. I had to, by faith, receive that. I said, mm-hmm. okay, how are you living now? And as they, they, they don't really understand the question, what do you mean by that? Well, you receive Christ by faith. Mm-hmm. How are you living your life? Uh, and when they really get into it, the two things that, that interesting come out is uh, actually now I'm doing it by works. Mm-hmm. I think I need to be perfect. And I read the Bible and I see what the standard is and I try and shouldn't to shouldn't I just try harder and shouldn't I try harder and I'll and I'll try to become holy mm-hmm. and earn the ability you know for God to deliver um, 
uh, or I've decided it doesn't matter and I'm just going to try to follow my best instincts myself. Now, isn't there, there's a verse too, that's, you know, basically what was started by faith. Why would you turn and have, do you remember what that verse is? Yeah, it's, a, it's in, uh, it's in Colossians. Uh, and it yeah. says, uh, uh, you know, what you started by, by what you live by faith as you receive Christ. Yeah. Why are you going to, uh, why are you going works? back? Why are you going back to <laughs> yeah. works? And Galatians talks about this as well, is that you had the freedom mm-hmm. and you went back to bondage. Uh, right. because you decided on your own to go go figure this out. Um, so um, it's interesting that uh, we do understand the receiving of Christ as faith, but, mm-hmm. but we're living our life out by works right. uh, and thinking I need to perform too. And God yeah. is up there saying, you better, you better, you better. And uh, yeah, I'm kind of disappointed in you, which way, by the way, most people feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think God's kind of disappointed with me. Uh, I'm not that good, uh, which we understand. Uh, and God understands it and says, "Right, yeah, I know that. Uh, so why don't you just come with me and I'll make it all good, including your transformation. Right. Uh, and even, you know, we were talking uh, earlier about Matthew 11, 28 to 30, that invitation to come to him and to learn from him. You know, the invitation is is to come and to yoke ourselves to him. Right. And in that process, we will learn from him and he will teach us. Yeah. You yeah. know, if we're if we're commanded to learn, that means someone is teaching and that's him. Yeah. And by the way, um, in that verse, uh, it says, uh, just come to me and I'll give you rest. Yeah. Uh, and that word there is um, I'm going to put you in a place where you can relax. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll give you a place of relaxation. You, you can start yeah. to see, hey, you know what? Uh, these are going to work out. Uh, my, my life is going to change. Um, uh, and I start to receive that because he gives you immediate release of that. Then mm-hmm. as you learn it, um, he says, I will give you rest for your soul. Mm-hmm. It's a completely different word there. Um, it's... Uh, you're in a place of relaxation and you're starting to learn from me. Mm-hmm. As you do that, I'm going to give you this deep level of complete sense of peace, shalom, mm-hmm. in your soul. And that's actually more of a restoration. Restoration. Rest, right? A restoration yeah. rest where you start to experience that my will is best and none better. Yeah. And by the way, I can handle it all. And your problems that are going to come up, I, I can take care of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to do it. And that's what the gospel is all about. Because what we're learning uh, is that it's not if I go do something right. right. The gospel is how about now? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I know you got problems. Yep, I know you got difficult circumstances. Yeah, I know that you are struggling with your kids or your spouse or your business. Uh, or or friends or uh, the church, uh, yeah, I know all about that. Mm-hmm. Um, are you willing to let me resolve it all? Because I can do that now, and all you got to do is come with me. And by the way, I completely accept you as you are right now, today. Mm-hmm. I'll do the work of transformation, uh, and that's why uh, when I come across people that. 
uh, particularly in the executive rank, one of the big struggles is pornography. Mm-hmm. Uh, is I'm st- I'm struggling with always falling into pornography, uh, and they try, they try, they try, and they mm-hmm. don't succeed. Um, and I say, okay. Um, uh, first of all, I don't have any judgment at all because it's not like, well, you better or you awful person. It's like, do you have a heart to let God heal you? Right. Um, you can't go do it, which you've already proven out. If you go with God, he, he will restore you in this area and mm-hmm. free you up from this. It'll be his work. And he says to you, as I understand it, which is why I'm willing to walk with you, is... How about now? Mm-hmm. Don't, go, don't go worry about anything. Yep, I know you got the problem. Let me resolve it for you. Um, and I'll do it, and you just come with me and start enjoying me, which, by the way, I enjoy you, God speaking, um, and let's go. Um, and that's why the beauty of uh, what we talk about is, uh, you know, I can guarantee you that God will restore you, and, and you made that uh, comment about restoring my soul, mm-hmm. uh, is... Uh, it's absolute. Uh, yeah. God will will deliver it. God will perform it. And the struggle uh, is this aspect of, well, since I'm a child of God, mm-hmm. why hasn't it occurred already? And isn't right. isn't He supposed to take care of me um, and prevent me from mistakes and and uh, make sure that I live out this this supposedly grand life? Because uh, I'm certainly not, I'm not enjoying it. You know, right. I'm not, I'm not living it out. What's going on here? And uh, and again, God says, well, uh, it's by invitation. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to force you. Uh, I give you the opportunity to, and out of your heart, not that you have to go do something to be perfect, but come and walk with me, and I'll give you the life that I have planned for you. Because my right. my my uh, will is best and none better. And I know you don't, he says, I know you don't understand that. And that's always where people start. Uh, when I'm dealing with people, and I've got several, again, uh, right now that are uh, executives dealing with uh, discouragement, uh, difficult mm-hmm. circumstances, big messes. Um, hey, how come? How come God didn't? Right. Um, I said, I understand. Uh, uh, would you like to learn that? There's a different way, and you just haven't learned that different way. And you will learn that God's will is best done better. I guarantee it because the gospel is mm-hmm. so. He'll restore you. Um, and they, they have that hesitancy mm-hmm. of, well, I don't know because it hasn't worked so far. Right. Uh, and what I do is I turn that around on them. I said, okay, I understand what you just said. Since... It hasn't worked out. I said, how is that working out for you? <laughs> eh, it's not. I said, well, why don't you consider a different way? Right. Uh, now, by the way, um, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm telling you who to do it with. Yes. I know who, I know who he is. He will deliver. Uh, it's absolute, and I can guarantee that. And if you have a heart to go, knowing that it's a little bit of a struggle, eh, I'm not mm-hmm. sure. I said, give it a try. Right. Let's do it for 30 days. And in 30 days, you will have seen, because God will have demonstrated to you and worked in your heart and worked in your mm-hmm. life enough for you to say, well, I'm, you know what? This is better. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna right. to keep going with you. Um, and that's what happens uh, is that 
eh, why don't you, you know, since it isn't working out and maybe what you've learned isn't right, eh, maybe we should try a different way. Why don't you come try it? Um, mm-hmm. and, and you don't have to believe anything that even uh, Kathy and I would say to you. Just we know the truth of it and we're offering to say, why don't you go try it out uh, yes. and go process it? Um, and as we talk about this, um, you know, we're, we're into Deuteronomy 28 uh, of, uh, you know, what does it uh, mean to uh, be with him uh, and walk with him? And he gives this if-then uh, statement uh, that uh, we'll talk about, and Kathy has mentioned this, is that uh, as you uh, walk with God, um, it's about do you believe the scriptures to be true. Yes. Um, and that's the, the beginning point. Um, and we'll, and we, we can talk about that in a second, but if that's not settled, yeah, probably you're going to go off into self-centeredness because you'll be rejecting the truths of scripture and you won't, you won't process it. You'll just say, yeah. eh, uh, since I don't believe it all, um, and even though it says something, I don't believe that per se, so mm-hmm. I'm not going to bother. Well, we got to get settled that the Word of God is absolutely true and that even though I haven't experienced it or it doesn't yeah. seem true to me, because it's true, I'm going to go pursue it. So let's start with uh, Deuteronomy 28 uh, and just read uh, uh, verses 1 and 2 and let's talk about that in kind of this context. Okay. And if you faithfully obey the voice of the Lord your God, being careful to do all his commandments that I command you today, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the earth, and all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you if you obey the voice of the Lord your God. Okay. Uh, So there's an if-then statement. Um, Yes. What's the if-then in this verse? So if you obey the voice of the Lord, which also means you need to be listening to yeah. the voice of the Lord. <laughs> yeah. right? if, you're, if you're following, uh, based upon what you're hearing, the voice of the mm-hmm. Lord. Um, and interesting enough, um, because of the phraseology there, it's not saying, if you're perfect. Mm-hmm. It just says, if you're hearing me and you're mm-hmm. walking with me. That's really what it says. If you, if you hear me and walk with me, while you're hearing and walking with me, which means your focus is on me, God speaking, and you're listening and you're following and you're, and you're uh, being with me, he says the then piece of it is he promises what? What does he promise? Blessings. Blessings will overtake yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're going to get into, again, describing what these are. Uh, he says, so it's an if-then statement. Okay, so let's say... To our audience, um, we say, go, go read that verse, and here's a question for you. Do you believe it to be true? Mm. Um, it's kind of a simple question and, and really a pretty simple answer. If I said yes, I believe it or I'm willing to believe it, um, what, what, what's going to happen to me? What am I? What am I going to do? If if I say yeah, I believe that, or I'm willing to believe it, what am I going to do? Then that changes our action, even because if we if we believe that statement's true, then we are going to want to hear his voice. Ah, 
And then when he gives instruction, we're going to desire to obey that. To follow it, yeah. Um, so yeah. I would say, uh, okay, I'm willing to do that, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work at hearing his voice, and I'm going to work at uh, following him. If I do that, what is he going to do? Then the blessings will literally overtake. I'm going to receive blessing. So, yes. Okay, now, um, you just read that verse. Mm-hmm. Uh, the question is always, do you believe it? Uh, mm-hmm. and, here, and here's the beautiful thing about this is our first reaction when I show that to people, mm-hmm. and I ask that question, do you believe that? The first reaction is not really. Mm-hmm. I said, I, okay, tell me why. Well, because <laughs> two things. One uh, I don't know what it means to hear his voice, and I'm not even sure mm-hmm. that's possible. And even my church has told me that's not possible. Um, so I have a thought that that uh, what you're saying is kind of hokey, uh, mm-hmm. and it's not really true. And so I'm not sure it's possible. And then secondly is I haven't I haven't experienced blessing. Um, mm-hmm. I'm experiencing difficulty, and life is tough. Uh, I said okay. Uh, And interestingly enough, I think very few people actually get to the question you just asked, the do you believe it? Yeah. I think a lot of times in church world, we stay with, and so I kind of say, do you know, do you believe, do you experience? And a lot of people stay in the know and they would, you know, do you know that verse? Oh yeah, I've, I've heard that before. And if they've heard it, then people just kind of assume it's believed or whatever. And until somebody asks you, do you believe it? Well, if you believe it, you're actually going to act on it differently. Yeah. Yeah, and so right. then you go to experience. But I think a lot of people stop shy of asking themselves if they truly believe it. Right, right. Um, uh, so I think that's a huge question to, to ask there as people are struggling through as it just abiding on a verse is when you're reading it. Do I, you know, yeah, I know this. I've heard this. But do I believe it? Yeah. And if I do, things look different. And then the see the next question is you know do you believe it uh, in a in a very authentic way and most of the people that I uh, help uh, get into this place the answer is no not really uh, right. I said okay uh, now I said here's the next important question mm-hmm. um, is it true mm, that's good um, and that's where the struggle mm-hmm. uh, I don't know well, wait a minute. So what you're telling me is you haven't you haven't yet settled that the Bible is true, right? Um, and he said, if you're going to walk with God, that's an important settling. Right. Uh, that the Bible is absolutely true. It's a, it's the written word of God. It's the inspired word of God, and it's all true. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's absolutely true, uh, and so are you willing to get that settled? Because if mm-hmm. you do, that it's, well, wait a minute, it is true. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, so let me, let me insert here though, because I think even on that, you know, you know, I would, I would definitely say, I believe the, the word of God is 100% true. Yet what I find is sometimes the Holy Spirit checks my, checks me on that. And you know, you say you believe this is true, but you don't live like you believe this is true. Right. And so even if I, even if I have settled in my heart, yes, I believe 
all of God's word is true, there is room day in and day out for the Holy Spirit to prompt you on what you're truly, what you're not believing to yeah. be true, truly. Yeah. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that, uh, 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 you know, it's, uh, I think Linda shared a little bit, my wife shared about her, uh, walk into forgiveness, uh, right. that, um, she was being asked by God to go to forgiveness. Uh, okay, I'm willing to. She she spent time in the Word, mm-hmm. um, and I even uh, we were, uh, uh, you know, the story again was we were in the, in a uh, going out to the airport, and I just asked her, "How's that going with forgiveness?" Right. Uh, oh yeah, got it. Uh, I said, "So you believe everything that that you have and what that says, and now mm-hmm. you have it." Yep, I believe it. Um, so what I do is again I because I can hear, hear God's voice. You know, God, is that true? Mm-hmm. He said, No, nah, not yet. Uh not yet. Uh okay. Uh hey Linda, are you sure? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I believe it. Um okay. Uh and is when she says that, this person that she's has struggled with calls <laughs> her on the phone, on the cell phone. Uh and she t- she talks for a few minutes and she slams the phone you know literally on her lap and explodes Mm -hmm. Uh, because that person did the thing again to push your button Um, you know and and uh i said well what do you think now (laughs) what do you think now (laughs) uh you know what i don't believe it yet um right um there's more for me to do there's more more work for god to give me the faith about this and to experience it uh so uh, what you just said is uh, it's not an intellectual thing. Right. Uh, oh, yeah, sure. Because, again, when we're talking, I'm talking to people, even, even the aspect, I, and I have this guy that I'm just starting with. Um, I said, do you believe? He's got a few really deep uh, struggles and very adverse circumstances. Mm-hmm. Um, I said, do you believe that God has a will for those answers and he thought a minute and he said yeah yeah I believe that mm-hmm. uh, I said well then if you believe it why are you not experiencing understanding and listening and hearing and following mm-hmm. God's will well I I believe it but 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 you know um, well mm-hmm. because it's all up here see Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I believe it. Yeah, yeah, sure. I believe it. Um, I know that verse. Oh, yeah. Deuteronomy. Yeah, I've read that verse before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I believe it. Well, it's it's what you call the knowing piece of it. Well, you know about it, mm-hmm. but it's not really uh, in your heart as right. faith, and it's not experiencing, being, being experienced. Right. It's all head knowledge. It's all head knowledge. And see, the Holy Spirit... Uh, his role is to uh, lead us into all truth. Mm-hmm. And that includes the reality of your difference between your intellectual stuff. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. To are you experiencing it? And he'll show you. And eh, there's not that you haven't received this yet. That No, you actually mm-hmm. don't believe this yet. Now, by the way, I'll do the work to get you to believe it. Right. Um, and by the way, that's where the heart comes in. So that even in this verse that we're talking about, Deuteronomy 28, uh, is, do you believe that to be true? And at the honest answer is, eh, not really. Uh, 
Um, okay, now the next question. Are you willing to learn that is true? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, that's the moment. of uh, It's called the fear of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is that, well, it's, I know it's true. I just haven't experienced it true, and I don't fully understand it, but I'm willing. This is what abiding is all about. I'm yes. willing to go learn it, to go experience mm-hmm. this, and to find out what does this mean for me to have this truth happen, which would, in this verse, would be, well, then I've got to uh, learn how to hear his instruction. Mm-hmm. I've got to have a heart to follow that instruction, including him giving me the power to do it. And if I do this, blessing's going to overtake me. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, you know what? I would like that. And so, so even though I don't know this, I don't experience it, I don't believe it, I'm willing to. Right. Uh, let's go. Um, and that's where we, and, and what I, you know, when I uh, help somebody in a, a discipling role, it's not me telling them you should, you should, you should. Right. It's, do you have a heart to go? Do you see the truth of this? Mm-hmm. Recognizing that, oh, okay, you've settled that the Bible's true and the scripture's truth and it's written out of God's truth. Then are you willing to now let him show you that it's true uh, yeah. and learn and learn the, the essence of it? So I said, in this case, uh, you would have to learn to hear his voice. You would have to learn and follow when he gives you the instruction and then you will experience the blessing and when you do guess what you'll want to hear more mm-hmm. you'll want to follow more and he builds and builds and builds this beautiful truth into your life because why well it's not it's not well just hear me and follow me and good luck it's follow me uh, hear me and follow me and blessing my blessings are going to come upon you right and it's a beautiful invitation. I think once people even just begin to experience the first little breath of it, they, they're overcome by it. Yeah. It's just amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really remarkable. And then um, he says, now, by the way, uh, and this is how beautiful scripture is. Uh, he starts out, you know, if, if then. Uh, and you can, you can look at the word blessing mm-hmm. and say, um, well, that would be nice. Uh, and you, you could even say, here's what I, <laughs> I would like to have happen. Uh, or what is that? And God mm-hmm. says, well, actually, let me share with you the depth of this. Um, and that's what he does in uh, Deuteronomy 28. So if you uh, read the, uh, the next, uh, go ahead and read uh, the next uh, five or six verses. And then we'll, we've talked a little bit about this and we'll, and we'll continue this. But he says, hey, by the way, this is what blessing looks like. Okay. It says, blessed, blessed shall you be in the city and blessed shall you be in the field. Blessed shall be the fruit of your womb and the fruit of your ground and the fruit of your cattle, the increase of your herds and the young of your flocks. Blessed shall be your basket and your kneading bowl. Blessed shall you be when you come in and blessed shall you be when you go out. You want me to keep going? Yeah, keep going. Okay. Um, the Lord will cause your enemies who rise against you to be defeated before you. They shall come out against you one way and flee before you seven ways. 
The Lord will command the blessing on you and your barns and in all that you undertake, and he will bless you in the land that your Lord, your, the Lord your God is giving you. The yeah. Lord will establish you as a people holy to himself as he has sworn to you if you keep the commandments of the Lord your God and walk in his ways. Yep, and you can stop right there for a second. So uh, you, we've already talked about um, wherever you are, city, country, in, out, um, mm -hmm. uh, you'll be... Uh, the place that you are that I'm calling you to is going to be blessed. So in other words, there's not a specific uh, path that you got to make sure you're on. I'm going to, he says, I'm going to work it around your life right. uh, and the plans that I have for you and the place that you're in and uh, you know, where you live and how you live and, and that you're going and coming and your kneading bowl and your provision, all of that is going to be uh, taken care of uh, so that a blessing for us would be that uh, I'm already in a certain place. Mm -hmm. um, I don't have to go to a different place to get blessed. Right. Uh, I'm going to be blessed. Although now sometimes he does redirect us. Oh, he will. Yeah. Tell us, oh, hey, you're off my path. Well, he'll, yes, and, and he'll, so, he'll yeah. say, <laughs> he'll say that um, as I'm blessing you in the place you're in, yes. uh, my will mm -hmm. is for you to cross the Jordan. I, I want you yes. to go to a different place, yes. uh, a different job, um, a different uh, city, a different church. Um, uh, he said, now, and, and here's what the important of this is. He's not saying you go figure out what you got to change to right. be blessed. Just where you are, I'm mm -hmm. going to bless you. And now I'm going to guide you and lead you into the very best. Right. Which uh, honestly, that's part of him blessing us. That's part of his is blessing. Is that us. in the mist when we follow him, part of that blessing is that he does lead us to what is best. I'm going to lead you to what's best. Right. Uh, so that uh, it's not a matter of, well, then great, I can just stay wherever I want. Uh, remember verses one and two. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, you got to hear his voice and follow him. Uh, be where right. he's taken right. you. Uh, so it's never out of the context of, okay, great. That means whatever I do is going to be blessed. Nope. Uh, it's, right. I'll start here where you are. Uh, mm -hmm. You don't have to go do anything. And where you are is going to be blessed, but I'll lead you to where I want you to be. Uh, mm -hmm. you know, come and follow me. And then he makes a statement uh, in, uh, about the enemies. Um, mm -hmm. And what does, he, what does he say here about the enemies, which, by the way, we have in, uh, first of all, principalities and powers right. that are working against us. And then they're using people who are self-centered to come against us. What does he say? Yeah, he says, the Lord will cause your enemies who rise against you to be defeated before you. They shall come out against you one way and flee before you seven ways. Yep. Uh, so uh, we can all say, well, <laughs> I've got enemies. Um, I've got people working against me. I've got uh, situations working against me. And certainly I know the, the principalities and powers are working against me. Mm -hmm. um, and God says, well, uh, they're going to be defeated. Um, and where I'm going to cause you to be able to get resolution of the very things that they're coming against you. And it, and it doesn't matter the power they've got. It doesn't matter the magnitude of who they are. I'll, I'll resolve it. So one of the blessings in life is that as I come across adversity, 
from the world. And the world, mm-hmm. remember, is, is uh, the principalities and powers who are using self-centered people right. to uh, delay, obstruct, uh, uh, cause you difficulty, come against you, be unfair, mm-hmm. uh, uh, do things that are uh, economically disadvantaged to you. Uh, all kinds of things uh, that are coming up, and God says, "Yeah, I understand that, uh, but if you if you walk with me, I'm going to resolve that for you mm-hmm. in your favor. Uh, you're not stuck there with right. well, that person is way more powerful than me, so I guess they're going to win." Uh, and God said, "No, they're not. Um, they may think they're winning, mm-hmm. uh, but by the way, that's not going to happen. And and I'm going to bless you." with my wisdom, my guidance of, of where I want you to go. So that uh, there's people that I've experienced uh, and helped. Uh, interesting enough in their companies, their enemy, enemy is their, bo- is their boss. Mm. Uh, he's working against them or she's working right. against them. Um, and they're, he's manipulating and oppressing and requiring them to uh, uh, work too many hours and you know, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Uh, uh, and they do have the power. Right. Uh, and I say, well, what does this verse say? God says he's going to take care of it. Okay, I, do you have a heart to understand that? Yes. Um, I said, now here's what's going to happen. Um, and I, again, I've seen it and I can verify it's all true. I said, um, there's three possibilities of how God's going to resolve it. Mm-hmm. Somehow this boss his heart completely changes mm-hmm. and he decides, you know what? Um, I don't want to, I don't want to lead the, like this anymore. I'm going to lead differently. So that's possible. Secondly is that God's going to have that boss move on right, to a different spot and could be promoted within the company to someplace else or he quits and he gets another job, but he's leaving. Mm-hmm. And now you're going to have a new scenario or God says he's not going to change his heart. He's not leaving. I'm going to have you move to a different company. Right. Uh, because the resolution isn't to stay and put up with this guy. I'm going to, I'm going to gain victory in a different way, and I'm going to instruct you to, to leave and go to a different place uh, because that's where my will is. Why? Well, because that's where you're going to flourish. Mm-hmm. Um, and your holy, what I call it a holy dissatisfaction, uh, is that this is unpleasant. Right. And I don't enjoy this. And God says, yeah, I know, that's good. Now they should cause you mm-hmm. to come and hear what I have to say, be obedient to what I have to say, and watch what I'm about ready to do. Because right. your enemy is not going to prevail. Uh, it's one of those absolute beautiful things. Uh, that Now, by the way, I don't know how. Uh, right. and, and we would always, you know, our preference would be. And it may look different than what yeah, we have in mind. It's going to be look different. And our preference, like in the scenario I was talking about, is well, then God just have him leave. the. I like the company to have him leave. Mm-hmm. And God says, uh, remember, <laughs> uh, I know more than you. Right. Uh, I'm and, God and you're not. <laughs> and I'm God and you're not. And I know what this is leading to and where I really want you. Interesting enough, and this has happened a lot. I actually need you to go to a different place because that's mm-hmm. where that's where some wonderful things are going to happen for you and for you giving it away. Right. And I'm actually using this to move you. 
Um, mm-hmm. That's my solution. Uh, and see, God, and that's the beauty of God's will is you don't say, well, God, let me give you some suggestions. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, let me give you uh, A, B, and C, and I think you ought to do. And God says, nope. Uh, why don't you just ask me what I have to say and watch what I'm about ready to do next. Yeah. Uh, and that's and that the excitement asking, of God's will. That asking is so important because I think about how many people um, we both know personally that resign themselves, even if they're in a horrible work situation or, you know, and, and well, this is just what I have to do. You know, my life can be good on the weekends or after seven o'clock at night or whatever. And they've resigned <laughs> themselves right. to the rest of that not being joy filled. Right. And, and really what they're missing there is asking God, Yes, you know, and because it just teeing up that question. I think so many people don't feel the freedom to ask right. because they feel like that's being ungrateful or that's not being loyal or that's, you know, all these different lies that we feed ourselves. And I'm like, just, just ask him what he has to say, because what you're sitting in is not his best. Right. So it's clearly not how it's supposed to be. No. Find out what it is, you know? No. And that's where the, uh, as you get into the depth of, of the scripture and what you get into the depth of truth is that one of the things he says, he says this in uh, uh, Psalm 34 and he says this in uh, Proverbs 8. He says, um, I need you to hate evil. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, because we, we look at it intellectually, we read that and say, oh yeah, well, that, I, I hate evil. <laughs> I don't like right. evil. I, yeah, I hate evil. I hate, I hate that awful stuff. Um, and he says, no, you need to get into the depth of this. And the word there, Hebrew word, is uh, things that annoy, frustrate, irritate, and cause you difficulty. Mm-hmm. He says, I need you to hate that. So, so as you're experiencing it, if you start to understand, well, one of the elements of God's will is to hate evil. Hate, hate mm-hmm. the things that irritate, frustrate, annoy, cause me difficulty and oppression. And so our first reaction, like, like we're describing about this situation, is, well, wait a second. This is not God's best. Right. Something isn't right here. And by the way, sometimes it can be your own heart. Yes, uh, that's a good point. Uh, it could be that you've developed a resentment that is not healthy, and mm-hmm. you're always mad at this guy where he's actually or she's trying to help you and you don't receive mm-hmm. any of it because you're, you've been hurt by something that happened a year ago uh, right. and your heart isn't right. And God says, yeah, I'm going to resolve your heart issue. But the, the, the essence of it is, is that this isn't going to stay this way. I have a resolution to this. Mm-hmm. I have a solution to this. My will is for you to have joy and not to be oppressed by this anymore. And you're, all you have to do is say, you know what? Something's not right here. Mm-hmm. So, Father, what would you, what would you have to say about this? With an expectation, I'm right. going to be led into the beautiful answer. Mm-hmm. Now, by the way, I don't have and, to. And I don't to even, wait for that answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't jump ahead of that. Yeah, yeah, and don't and don't say, "Well, I know what I would do." Uh-huh. And God says, "Yeah, I know what you would do, but that's not going to get you where I where I need you to be." So, you know, right. wait, wait, and let me uh, show you. Uh, because I'm telling you that your enemy uh, is not going to be prevailing. Right. Um, and let's go. Uh, and then the next one he says there is, uh, he talks about, read that again, Kathy, he talks about a, by the way, um, 
provision is going to be going to be healthy. Yeah, it says the Lord will command the blessing on you and your barns and in all that you undertake, and he will bless you in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. Yeah, so that, um, you know, when you think of, remember, this is agricultural uh, in thought. Uh, if your barn is blessed, mm-hmm. what, what does that mean? You have a plentiful crop, you've got, <laughs> plenty of provision. You've yes. got provision that is not only in the moment, but mm-hmm. it's being stored up mm. for, uh, you know, when uh, the winter might come or the year, right. year might come where you don't get such a great crop. Uh, so he says, I will take care of your provision and have plenty of it so that you can go through the ups and downs mm-hmm. um, uh, that are going to happen in business uh, or uh, even in your job where you might be laid off or uh, you might have to go to a different place or your company struggles. Um, God says, well, I'll give you provision through all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and remember, I'll guide you into that as part of it. Now, remember, it's not about magnitude mm-hmm. uh, because we all would say, well, <laughs> yeah, um, I'd like to be wealthier. Um, right. Interesting enough, uh, you know, John Rockefeller, who's a, who was a billionaire, equivalent of a billionaire in the early uh, uh, century of the 19th century. Right. Um, and into oil. You know, he, he had wound up with oil and, and drilling for oil and made a fortune in oil. Uh, and uh, his, he, somebody asked him a question because um, he had so much. How mm-hmm. much do you want? His answer is the essence of, of, of us. He said, a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> I want right. a little bit more. It's interesting yeah. uh, that our mentality, uh, which is what he expressed, even with his wealth, was, well, what do you really want? Well, if I could just have more, wouldn't that be better? Mm-hmm. And so our driving, a lot of our driving is... Uh, I got to try to get more and more and more and more and more. And isn't that a good thing? Uh, and God says, well, let me be your provider. Mm-hmm. Um, I will fill your barn. Uh, it'll be relative to the place in life that you are. It's not about magnitude. It's not about wealth. It's about freedom. Mm-hmm. Uh, that you have a place in life uh, and you have an economic uh, situation. And by the way, uh, most of our audience, at least at the moment, is us right uh so i could save safely to everybody i've seen a lot of canadian hits lately yeah yeah that's right Uh, canada (laughs) that's gonna be that's gonna be fun uh anyway but even in canada even in canada and us is that um you who are listening are in the upper one to two percent economically of the world of the world yes Um, and of course your position is well, yeah, but I got a financial struggle, and yeah, but um, uh, I'm struggling, uh, or it's it's difficult, um, and it's not about well, you're already with plenty, so to speak, mm-hmm. but you haven't learned to let God fill your barn up, uh, right. and let Him give me freedom in that. And by the way, He doesn't say to you, well, you should be grateful and go and go become poor in order to be holy. He doesn't say that at all. He just says, wherever you are, whether you're super wealthy or you're, you're uh, you know, average, like most of us are, uh, is 
I'm going to provide provide for you as your provision uh, of the barns mm-hmm. that you have available to you, and I'll I'll I'm going to fill them up uh, and give you provision. Uh, now again, you read that verse. Um, I get a lot of pushback on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, that can't be so, you know, because I know people that are struggling. I know people that are poor. I know people that don't have that, and their barns aren't getting filled up, um, and they're Christians. And mm-hmm. so that's just not true. And I say, well, um, go the other direction. It's true. Why? That's, what's, that's what it says. Right. That's what the scriptures say. It's true. Now, I can legitimately say, I wonder about that. Mm-hmm. How can that be true? Um, I don't experience it as true, or um, can I understand that to be true? And if it is true, God, would you have me then experience it and give it away so I can help others who I would like them to learn this too? And God mm-hmm. says, exactly. Um uh, that's how it works. Is that, and, and this is really interesting, Kathy. Uh, as you look at Scripture, and you've, you've said it before, is the Holy Spirit is saying to you, hey, you don't believe this. Right. Um, now, when you hear that, what, what usually happens for you when, when you recognize, and the Spirit's saying to you, hey, honey, you don't really believe this. What, what does he do? So for me, that spurs an immediate repentance. Yeah. <laughs> it does. You know, that's okay. You know, I, I see it. I see what you're talking about. I want to turn around and come back and, and truly trust you. And I ask forgiveness for that. And like, and now like, can you grow this in me? Yeah. You know, you've highlighted it. And so the fact that you've highlighted it tells me that you were, you believe I'm ready to grow in it. Yeah. And so yeah. let's go. And you say, and you say, um, I'm willing I, I un- understand that I don't believe it. I'm willing to go learn how this is true for me. Right. Um, and, and that's how it works, is that uh, God is saying, yeah, your reaction to this truth is, yeah, I don't believe it. But mm-hmm. the fear of the Lord would be, and, and you just said it, well, I would like to go learn it. Okay, now, mm-hmm. uh, you go learn it. He says, I'll show yeah. you it's true for you. Now you learn it. What does he then have you do? Well, he has you give it away. Right, uh, right. There'll be another person in your life that is going to be struggling with the very same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is really interesting. Before you learned it, what do you have to offer that person? Not a thing. Nothing. <laughs> See, apart from me, you can do nothing. So that... Right. Um, and that's where the what's called hypocrisy, uh, and it's actually written in Scripture, uh, hypocrites, you hypocrites. Mm-hmm. What is that? Well, you're saying that this is what should happen, but you yourself aren't living it out. So that as you're trying to tell someone else, hey, this is, this is you will be provided for, and they look at you and say, well, you're not. Right what do you say? Well, yeah, but what, what do you, yeah, but what, um, there's nothing behind it. See, uh, mm-hmm. there's no, there's no substance behind it. So somebody that you say, well, you should, mm-hmm. um, uh, and of course in our, in our, uh, church, it's, 
you better be holy. Uh, you better stop smoking. You better uh, not commit adultery. You better, better, better uh, do all these things. Um, at the same time, while people are saying that, they're, exp- they're doing the very same stuff. Right. Um, and it's hollow. Uh, and God says, the way that, that the beautiful life of, of, that works with me is I need you to receive and believe and experience my truth. Mm-hmm. When that happens, you now will have the ability to give it away. And until that happens, you have nothing to give away. Yeah. And that really, that's the essence of being a witness, right? Yes. Is a witness testifies to what they have seen and experienced themselves. And I think back again, this is earlier in Matthew 11, but when uh, John the Baptist um, sends people out to ask Jesus if he really is, he's sitting in prison and he's like, hey, can somebody go find out if he's actually the Messiah, if this is, this is true? And what Jesus tells them is, go tell him what you have seen and experienced. Right, right. He didn't even say, go prove to him. He's like, go tell him what, yeah. you've, what you've seen and experienced. And, and that's where that power is. So yep. it, even that was, you've been blessed to be a blessing. You've witnessed this. Just go share that with him. Absolutely. That's what he needs to hear. Yep. Well, we're at the end of our time again. Uh, so we'll continue this discussion in Deuteronomy 28. Uh, if you hear his voice uh, and follow him, he said the blessings will overtake you. And we've been describing mm-hmm. these blessings. Uh, if you have questions about this, uh, which I know you, you might, uh, and wonder, and hey, what about, uh, uh, do it on YouTube comments, or you can send us questions at afjministry.com, questions at afjministry.com, and we'll pick them up and answer them. And uh We'll continue this discussion uh, tomorrow, Kathy. With sounds uh, great. Looking forward to it. With uh, more of Deuteronomy twenty-eight and uh, what exactly are these blessings? So we'll continue <laughs> that. So excellent. Uh, all right, we'll see you tomorrow. Have a great day. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments. And tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.